0: Hello beautiful listeners and viewers. Welcome to the podcast. Today my guest is Lisa Erickson and I have to say I've been really excited to meet with her. She uh, is an author of two great books. One is called Chakra Empowerment for Women, Self-Guided Techniques for Healing Trauma and Owning Your Power and Finding Overall Wellness. And then the other book is The Art and Science of Meditation. And uh, welcome, first of all, welcome Lisa. Thanks, Victoria. I'm so glad to be here with you. Uh, It's great to have you. I want to let everyone know your website in case they want to check it out while they listen. It is enlightenedenergetics.com. So just like it sounds, enlightenedenergetics.com. Also, people can Google your name, Lisa Erickson, uh, to get more information. So uh, I love what you do uh, using the chakra system. And I'm going to admit to you right now, I know a little bit, but not a lot about the chakra system, because as you know, I specialize more in uh, Louise Hay work Mm -hmm. and the heal your life work. So I know that... um, when we were talking, you mentioned that there is a tie-in between the heal your body work, the 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 body part and the ailment and so on. When you you use the word mapping into the chakra system. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah. Well, the chakras are really energy centers in your energy body that is that intersection between your physical body, your psyche, your spirit. Of course, all of that is a huge part of Louise. Hayes work too. It's all about that holistic approach to illness that mind, body, spirit are linked. And of course she has that great mapping of different physical ailments and how that might tie to different psychological states or situations in your life or spiritual ailments. And the chakras are very similar. Every, every one of the main chakras, most people are probably familiar with the seven chakra mapping from root to crown. They each tie to certain body systems glands and then also to different psychological states, emotions, and even spiritual energies. And so often you've I found this intersection between her work and I think that's what it really speaks to is the universality of some of this healing information that different individuals, different cultures, different energy practitioners have come at it with different mappings and reached a lot of the same conclusions. So
0: it, it's interesting you say that because that is something that Louise used to say as well. And how uh, beautiful that we do have those different things that resonate with us. Yeah. When I was reading your bio, uh, I read that you used to be a technology executive. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how does one go from being a technology? executive to someone who teaches meditation uh kundalini yoga is that correct and writes books uh based on healing and healing
1: trauma yeah well stress would be the the first <laughs> the first clue which many people can probably relate to in my 20s working in a very stressful job in new york city i was having physical ailments that the doctors could not trace and interestingly enough although this was 35 years ago and so it was somewhat rare I did finally have a doctor say to me, you should look at a meditation class, which weren't that common then, but the meditation class that I happened to wander into was an energy based meditation class, a chakra based meditation class. And of course there's many kinds of meditation, but this was meditation focused on energy centers and it opened up this whole new world to me. I really realized I'd been sensing the world energetically my whole life and hadn't known it. So that became part of a spiritual path, which eventually also uh, sent me down the path of researching energy medicine and eventually practicing it. And it was kind of a gradual transition.
0: I always think it's so beautiful when people have that life experience themselves where they've gone through a process and then thought, you know, this is a process I want to share with other people to help them heal their lives as well. And I know that one of the areas that you specialize in is working with women uh, who have experienced trauma. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, Maybe uh, give us some tips on how women can get started with healing that trauma. I know your book is a great resource uh, because it is Mm -hmm. self-guided. So before you answer that question, uh, do people go to your website to order your book? Is that where they can get it from?
1: Yeah. It's actually also available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It was published through Llewellyn. So you can also go to Llewellyn worldwide. uh, Okay. Yeah. So it is available many different places, depending on where, where someone is in the country, or you can order it through your local bookstore because they'll be able to order it. Yeah.
0: Great. So chakra empowerment for women.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And it does, the tools in there are really meant it's focused in a lot of the techniques men or women could use, right? But I'm really focusing in on some things that are specific to many women's life experience and also some subtle differences that do exist because of our reproductive systems at the level of the energy body that connects to the physical. So we are working at that level. And in terms of trauma, what we're most often working with first, it's different for each person, but the first priority is creating a sense of safety in the body, because that is what has been disrupted. When that's disrupted, someone's chakra system tends to be disrupted in the lower chakras. It's like someone is not quite on their root chakra, which is what links our subtle body to our physical body. So there's this sense of not being safe in the body. The nervous system is is in a uh, dysregulated state. And as we walk around in the world, then we, are, we may experience anxiety or we may have certain triggers that trigger us into anxiety that logically don't make sense. Our body's reacting as if we're in a past event. That's what trauma is, right? So if you're trying to bring your mind, your body, your psyche into the present moment. And energetically, you're trying to get your, your energy system reconnected to that root chakra and a sense of safety in the body. So I'm often working with the root chakra, that first chakra, it would be where we start. Then depending on someone's individual situation, there's a lot of other things that could have happened. If it was abuse by someone who was supposed to be a caretaker, there's a lot of other wounding around that. Heart chakra issues, you know? If it was sexual abuse, there may be second chakra issues, body image issues. Uh, so, so many different things, right, that that can occur, and the chakras are a powerful way of kind of honing in on how you've been impacted by trauma and working on it holistically. Again, that mind-body-spirit connection.
0: Oh, wow. What a, what a fantastic way of explaining that. You know, first of all, uh, the phrase you used, holistic approach to illness. Also, you know, these triggers that come up for us that we need to find that safety in the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't help but think about a couple of weeks ago, I was traveling with my husband and he mentioned that I get a little bit strange uh, mm-hmm. when we get to uh, going through security, uh, you know, waiting at the gate and so on. And uh, I had trauma previously decades Mm ago around a trip and i and other people have told me in the past that that i do get a little bit strange at airports and so on and i never associated it at all Mm -hmm. and then when he mentioned it i thought what is causing this and it really didn't click for me until you just said what you said right that we um, were triggered back into that place Mm -hmm. and the first thing that i need to do is find that safety in the body Mm -hmm. so i can see already how your work is very helpful for people
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's really bringing yourself into the present moment, right? Your body, Mm -hmm. not on a conscious level, your body, your energy body was reacting as if you were in a past moment that was traumatic. And so it's like, how do you bring yourself? We talk so much about being in the moment, right? But how do you really bring your whole body into the moment if it is on some deep energetic level that's not quite conscious, triggered to the past, right? And that's where energy work can be really helpful, gaining that sense of awareness.
0: (laughs) Can you give us uh, an example of uh, some of the some energy work that someone, for example in the situation I just described, or maybe for somebody else it's being in a vehicle after a car crash or whatever it might be, um, how we can use energy work in the moment. Louise used to always say point of power is in the present
1: moment. but yeah. how do
0: we get our bodies there uh, yeah. and and in that moment, how do we help ourselves?
1: Yeah. So what I would have someone work with in that case, those particular examples would be focusing at the tailbone, which is the base, that is the root chakra focal point, also the base of your nervous system, right? Focusing there, bringing your awareness there, perhaps even holding a hand there for a moment, flashing on light there, and then doing uh, some sort of affirmations tied to that sense. I am safe in this present moment. I'm safe in my body in this present moment. The, 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 the affirmations, you know, those are simple, straightforward affirmations. You add in that root chakra activation and you have something that kind of cascades through your whole body. Now, there's more complicated visuals that if I'm working with someone, I'm going to have them practicing at home that have to do with connecting to the earth element, which is connected to the root chakra. And they would practice those at home first and then be able to do them in a moment like that. But just anyone could just flash on their root chakra and do those affirmations. And you're going to have some level of activation in your root chakra that will help you ground.
0: I love how you tie the affirmations into that. So as an example, then I would put my hand on my root chakra, which is like my tailbone, correct? Mm -hmm. And just, you know, reminding myself I'm safe. Um, And because of that physical touch, just practicing this now, I find it does bring me into the present moment because I'm feeling, I'm feeling Uh, that the texture the textile um, movement of my hand on my back and it helps me to concentrate on that feeling of safety so that is such a great tip thank you for that
1: yeah and that body connection is so important for someone who's had trauma we tend to disconnect from our bodies when we're triggered and that lower chakra focus because we tend to go up 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 We experience that maybe as tension in the shoulders, maybe a very busy mind. For some people, maybe checking out, like almost going Mm -hmm. out of the body, right? So you're trying to go down, 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 down. The instinct is get me out of here, right? And you're trying to, no, 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 stay down, down. I can do this. I can stay present. Yeah.
0: Oh, that is beautiful advice that I can just feel in my soul. So thank you so much for that. What inspired you to... Make your book more of a guide for women. So, Chakra Empowerment for Women. Mm.
1: You know, I began by teaching meditation and energy healing classes for women. And then I really realized, and I, I work with both women and men, but I really realized there are just certain themes that are common. You know, for women, I do a, tend to do a lot more, there tend to be a lot more issues with energetic boundaries, right? We have, we're both, our energy bodies tend to be more absorbent than men's, and then we're so conditioned to take responsibility for others' emotions, that boundaries is a huge thing. Then I discovered, of course, as we now know statistically, how many women have experienced some form of sexual trauma, or even if it's not something that we would necessarily call sexual trauma, just feeling uncomfortable, sexualized in some way that is not, they're not quite comfortable with their sexual energy, which in fact is a huge part of your chakra system is sexual energy as creative energy. So if you're sort of afraid of that, cut off from that or think that part of you is bad, you're cut off in a way from your sacred feminine, you might say. So those really were the reasons I got into it. I also had, um, after the birth of my first daughter, I'd already been meditating, doing energy work for a long time. So I had a very healthy pregnancy, but I had a real health problems afterwards in the postpartum phase that helped me, it triggered me to research women's life cycles, menstruation, pregnancy, postpartum, men, now menopause, which I've now been through menopause. What are the energetics of those? What energy work helps? And so that's also part of this book is chakra work that might be specifically helpful at different phases of your, your life journey.
0: Wonderful. And I think that, you know, many of our listeners will be able to relate to at one one stage of what you just mentioned and absolutely uh, helpful. Now, The Art and Science of Meditation, uh, your first book, I love that you have said The Art and the Science of Meditation. Can you give us a, a, a little bit of a summary as to why you tapped into the science on that?
1: Yeah. Well, science, I did want to cover the research that has been done on the brain and the body and how meditation, actually also different energy healing techniques, but meditation in the case of this book, impacts the brain and how different types of meditation impact it it differently. So certain types really develop the part of the brain associated with compassion, right? Others are really helpful for stress and pain management. So understanding all of that is, uh, there's a hot, you know, an overview in the book that anyone should be able to understand. And then of course, the art of it is more just your individual journey. What works for you? The same form of meditation doesn't resonate for everyone. So it's giving you that sense of like, you can explore, there's there's um, bringing yourself to it. What works for you? What are you drawn to? It's not just, oh, I tried this, one style once and I didn't like it. So I'm just not a good meditator. I can't do it. You know, that there's other things that might work for you.
0: So do you feel that meditation, whatever style it is, needs to be done, um, you know, quite still and in a quiet place? Or do you believe that meditation can be done, um, for example, walking through the forest or running on the treadmill?
1: Absolutely. I think it can be done moving, you know, and for many people, it's, that's the way they start. I mean, many people, you could say yoga, Tai Chi, these are moving meditation. You're trying to still your mind and certainly a walk through the woods. You know, there's so much, especially as an energy worker, there's connection between the elements and the chakras, right? So time in nature is energy healing. And to be walking through there intentionally trying to connect to the energies is a meditation and is an energy meditation. Then there's, you know, just mindful walking is so good for grounding, for trauma survivors, focusing on your feet connects you to your root chakra. So I think there's a lot of movement meditation for sure.
0: Do you touch on, um, when you talked about grounding, do you touch on different grounding techniques?
1: Yeah, I do. mostly focused on the root chakra, but also listing, you know, things like time in nature and exercise can be of any type. You know, you mentioned running on a treadmill can be very grounding. It depends how we approach it. If we're sort of on the treadmill watching a movie or or listening to music, it may not be as grounding. But if you are doing your exercise and you really are trying to stay present in your body, it's very grounding. And there's no judgment on one or the other. It's just what, what you're looking for
0: what works in that moment absolutely I also like to tie in affirmations when I am spending time in nature and walking and you know just kind of going through my affirmations once or twice while I do that and uh, I find that when it's possible for me to be barefoot on the ground uh, my soul is happy what is that all about that connection between the earth and our, our bare skin
1: yeah Well, the earth element, each of the chakras is linked to a element and the root chakras linked to the earth element. So your feet touching the earth and that green, you know, it's just bringing you so in the body and it really tends to then trigger those feelings of bodily bliss, what it means to feel embodied, which is what we really want everyone to feel. And when you feel that way, then that's when that holistic connection happens, right? Mind, body, and spirit are all sort of in sync. So you're just, you've naturally found that as your method.
0: Oh, you are incredibly knowledgeable on all of this information, which I appreciate so much. And again, I want to share that you've got lots of resources on your website as well, enlightenedenergetics.com. And you have a program starting on January 24th. Uh, you may run these a couple of times a year. I'm not sure if you are watching this video after January 24th. It is a three-month intensive called, uh, tell me what's, what it's called again?
1: It's called Chakra Empowerment for Women because it is tied to the book. It is going through it over a three-month period in a supported class environment where you can get more individual feedback and more support where we're all working together. So
0: it's something that is uh, much needed in this world. And I thank you and congratulate you on the perseverance that it would have taken to uh, write your book have it published, and then create this course that runs around it. So congratulations on all your success. Thank you for all the beautiful work that you're doing in the world. And thank you so much for being on the show. And thank
1: you for having me and for spreading this kind of information. It is my pleasure. Thank you.